Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where we're deep diving into all of his amazing reality series that only had one season. I'm your host, Frank Pezzanite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve deeper into Secrets and Sisterhood. Today, we're going to be discussing Episode 7, Girls Trip Gone Wrong. Accurate. Yeah, very <laughs> accurate. Um, and before we start, I have a little bit of house cleaning. Um, so I did finally speak to my friend who's a divorce attorney. Oh, yeah. Um, to get to the bottom of the whole Shakur, Josh, um, Palimony, all of this. And so now, again, my my friend is an attorney and only licensed in D.C., Baltimore, and Virginia. I mean, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. But she does know enough about divorce law. And she said, there is absolutely no such thing as palimony if you're married. Like, it's not a thing. Palimony uh -huh. is for people who are not married. So either they were never legally married, or, which is what I told her my theory, and she agrees with it, that they were never legally, you know, maybe they had a ceremony, they never filed the paperwork, whatever. Yep. Or, she said, the only other option is, is that they got divorced, then got back together. And we're living together and then broke up again. And then she went after him for palimony. But she said that really wouldn't make sense because she already would have gotten a settlement in the divorce. Yeah. Um, so she feels the same way we do and thinks that they were never legally married. Okay. I think because of the timeline too, it's the never legally married stacks up better too. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. So I that's the only house cleaning I have. Because she filed for divorce and then it was walked back and then she wanted palimony right that's yes. that's how the yeah yeah okay. and maybe i mean maybe one of the things you're not saying i've just had another thought maybe josh was the one responsible for filing the paperwork when they got married and she had no idea they weren't legally married until she went to file for divorce yeah entirely possible yeah well they have different theories about what's going on in their relationship this episode don't they they surely do yeah all right, so we get a little recap to open the episode just from where we left off. And it has been a couple weeks, and I felt a little rusty on the sisters' names. I'm just going to confess. Well, they came yeah, back to me. But... Because it has been exactly a month to the day since we last recorded. And I'm going to okay. apologize to everyone for that because I was on vacation. And it was Christmas and New Year's and whatever. By the way, Happy New Year's to all of you. Um, so, it, yeah, it had been 30 days since, and I was having <laughs> okay. trouble again remembering who was who. Yeah, it took me a second. I had to pause, but they came back to me. Um, so we get a little recap of where we were and it was the episode about, um, Sadiqa and Jamila freezing their eggs. That was really the focus of the last episode. Hamida had her kidney surgery, got together with Amy, um, and Josh and Shakur started seeing a therapist. So yes. I think we should recap just a little bit, but we opened the episode at Cantina Frida. Where we've been before. Oh, we were? Yeah. One other time, a couple episodes ago. Okay. Well, it's in Beverly Hills and it is still open. Yes. I did look it up. Um, so Sadiqa, Rabia, Khadija, and Jamila are there for dinner? Do you know if it's dinner? It was very bright outside. So I'm wondering if it was lunch. It was very unclear if it was lunch or dinner. It gave me lunch vibes because it was so bright outside. But if this was filmed in the summer, who knows? Yeah. So Nora invited everyone, but is late. And so there is some chit chat about how they had a girl's night out with Josh and Shakur and how he took two shots. And Khadijah is wondering, did somebody pressure him? And Sadiqa is full of shit. And she says, not that I remember. Liars. 
complete liars. Um, and maybe they did tee And then they say it was Shakur's idea for him to take shots. And Khadijah says in her confessional, she doesn't believe what they're saying. And they, she doesn't want them to encourage Josh into relapse. Well, well, I mean, first of all, I wanted to say really quick, what we started to see at the beginning of the episode when they enter becomes a theme for the entire episode where not only is the fourth wall broken a lot, but we're seeing cameramen where yeah. later we talk to producers. Like they really, this whole, the theme of this whole episode was like, we're on a TV show and we're very aware of it. Yep. Um, but Sadiqa isn't completely wrong because while she encouraged Josh to have the first shot, remember that Shakur came back and was like, go for it, Josh, have one. And she did. Yeah. She doesn't know there were two, but, but she did encourage him to have the second shot, not realizing it was the second shot. Yeah, but Sadiqa saying she didn't remember encouraging him was a very obvious lie in my opinion. 100,000 million percent, but she <laughs> yeah. wasn't lying about Shakur encouraging him to do so. Yeah. So then Muslifa and Shakur show up and then nobody knows where Hamida is. She has, Shakur calls her a magician and says she has vanished. <clears throat> and did you notice in Shakur's confessional, and we've seen her in this confessional look for quite some time, it's not new, but in the, I think it's a green jacket with the white bustier. Yep. Mm -hmm. In some shots, she has like the most painful looking wrinkle on the top of one boob. Like- I mean, from the bustier, like yeah, it weird. Yeah, just like the way that her breasts are sitting in the bustier and it looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> I keep wanting to like fix it for her. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like she's got it squished in there wrong or something. She needs to adjust. Um, so I guess Hamida has vanished. And then Nora arrives last and says that she got caught up at work. Um, so then they're passing around like all this um, ceviche and stuff. And somebody says, Shakur, maybe use a knife and fork. And Shakur is like, we grew up eating with our hands. I'm not a bougie eater. She's just, <laughs> get ready for Shakur to dial the off in this episode she's heated from the jump and only gets more so that's all i'm gonna say yes and i i did think that was funny though because as someone myself who likes to eat with my hands like i eat sushi with my hands which is by the way how they do it in japan um but people always look at me funny when i don't use chopsticks um i was here for it i was very here for her like finger food festival Although I did think it was hysterical that she was talking about the ceviche and she was like, which one is this? She's like, is this the fish ceviche or the shrimp ceviche? And then literally I see her putting in her mouth with her hands, a giant shrimp. I'm like, yeah. are you blind? Like I can tell it's a shrimp ceviche. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Shrimp. I'm watching it go in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So then they start asking Noor where Hamida is and clearly Noor is she knows but she isn't saying anything and Nora says well it's not my business or anyone's business and then Shakur announces well she geotagged a photo from Paris and so then Shakur is all heated because um sorry Hamida just had this kidney surgery and should be taking her health seriously and she's immune compromised and she says she's being reckless and irresponsible with her health and then Jamila says well she's a grown woman like what are we gonna do about it and I don't know who said it, but they said mental health is still health. I think that was Jamila said that. Yeah. So she needed um, like a reset. And so she needed to go to Paris. What I'm super confused about, though, and it was probably just a slip of the tongue, but Shakur says that she had a kidney cyst. Yeah. We've heard the whole time stone. And Hamida says stone later on. I feel like a cyst would make more sense. Could you even get, I know you get ovarian cysts. Do you even get kidney cysts? Is that even a thing? I have no idea. Because I do feel like they're making a very big deal about kidney stones. 
Like third, I mean, even the kidney stone surgery is not that huge of a deal. Like she should be an invalid for the next month. So I wonder if it was something more and they're just kind of downplaying it. Well, didn't they say that her kidney got like punctured or something in the retrieval of the kidney stone? Oh, you're right. It's something weird did happen. So maybe she got a cyst like after that, like some, she got sort of a growth from, you know, whenever it was punctured or like something went awry with the simple procedure, I think is what we're supposed to take away. Um, but Shakur says that she's mad. No one else is mad about it. I also thought it was hysterical <laughs> that the way they figured out she was in Paris was because she geotagged a photo in Snapchat and then they show the photos are they stupid? It was the Eiffel Tower. It was the loot. I'm like, what did you think she was at Bush Gardens? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> of course she's in Paris. She's in Epcot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally her under the Arc de Triomphe. And it's like, yeah, I think I know where she is. Yeah. Um, so then Nora suggests that they take a girl's trip to secure their bond. And so they there's sort of like a mixed reaction at first. And there's some jokes about how they should all share one room again, four in the bed, four on the floor. And Khadijah thinks it sounds nice. And she says that, you know, the distance between the sisters has increased since they started filming. And, you know, it was one thing when they sort of hashed out their issues in private, but now they're hashing them out in front of people and it's going to be on television. And it sort of changed the dynamics of the sisters, which makes sense you know um so nor tells them that they're gonna go to sonoma and do the vineyards and shakur has a lot of comments this episode basically calling her sisters alcoholics and she's like oh yeah vineyards for the winos now did we i mean maybe i, I don't want to say i haven't been paying attention because i've now watched seven episodes of this show i did not realize till this episode that shakur didn't drink so but I thought he, she wasn't drinking around Josh to support him, but I've never heard her put forth the narrative that she is sober or doesn't drink. Didn't she take shots when they went out with the wolf pack, though? I thought so. That's yeah. the whole thing. That's why I'm confused. Well, so I think it's actually classic Shakur. I think she does drink, but she doesn't drink as much as them, so she makes comments about it. But she didn't drink on the trip. I think that was just her little F you. Oh, okay. That I tracks. Yeah, yeah. Because I think she does, but not as frequently as they do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying she, I'm like, I'm not saying that she's like out pounding him back, but I feel like I've definitely seen her drink on the show. Yeah, yeah agreed. Um, so anyway, she says, oh, yeah, Sonoma for the winos. And somebody says, well, there's plenty to do without drinking. Um, and Sadiqa's excited. Hamida's going to show up. And Shakur's narrative this entire episode is that she feels like the black sheep. Um, like she's on the outside and she admits that she's eager to see Dr. Allie, her and Josh's therapist before the sister's trip to discuss these feelings that she's having. Yes. And she says that she feels like the black sheep because she left home. I, 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 one, I, one of the sisters at one point, I think says when she was 15, but she got emancipated and left home when her dad was murdered. Yeah. Um, and she feels like all of the other sisters kind of, turned their back on her when she did that. And she's been treated like the black sheep ever since. Yes. So then we are with Shakur and Josh and the therapist, Dr. Allie. Um, and they've decided that they're the problems in their relationship are her sisters. Um, just to sum it up, <laughs> they read each other's journal entries. And as someone who does have a journal and I don't write in it that often, it's actually just 
hearing them read aloud, that's just not, that's not what they're meant for. <laughs> like I got a little secondhand embarrassment, you know, it's like things are going really well. The sisters are annoying me, you know, like it was just very like, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. You know what I mean? Well, um, they have decided that Josh is hot again. Um, I'm team Josh once again. And, but I did take, and I will put this on the Instagram one of his tattoos, um, and I'm not sure if it's God, it's like, because he's got the God arm. Yeah. And then he's got another arm, and there's a faith on it, and I don't know if it's God or Poseidon or who knows. Yeah. Um, but it's super creepy because, see, and I have this too, like, he's very freckly. Yes. And um, one of, I can't tell if it's a freckle or a mole, but it's in the eyeball of the tattoo and it I makes it, it. Look, it's creepy right like yes so creepy. <laughs> well i have a picture of it i will put it on instagram but it's really creepy he's very freckly yeah i clocked that too um and shakur actually doesn't have her hair and some like wild do in this scene her hair she is just, up. <laughs> yeah she her hair is down and out so it's almost like a wavy morticia adams look it's a lot it's like cascading over her shoulders. <laughs> I, I, but I honestly liked it. Out of all of the hair looks that I had to witness in this episode, that was my favorite of hers. Yes. It, it at least like didn't stress me out. Or like give I, me a so headache. Did you, did you catch? I thought it was weird. When Dr. Ali was talking to her specifically about her family and about this, you know, feeling like the black sheep and blah, blah, blah. Should the Dr. Ali singled out Khadija seemingly out of nowhere. Yes. Which I thought was interesting. They cut some stuff out. They had to have. Yeah. Well, we already know that Khadija is sort of like the second mom and that several sisters have called her that. Yeah. So they're, that is part of it. But so, you know, they're talking about their Shakur's sisters and how a lot of stress in their relationship comes from them, which, uh, sure, whatever gets you through the night. I, I don't doubt that they're a tough group, but Okay. Um, and so then Shakur says, well, I don't want apologies. I want respect. And that's her MO this entire episode. And she has this whole thing about how she wants acknowledgement because she broke the mold. <laughs> and the rest of her siblings obviously don't see it that way. And she says that she wasn't supported, even though she supports everybody. And she says Khadija in particular looked down on her. They all turned their backs on her. No one came to look for her, yet she always shows up for them. And this is where I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit because okay. I think, well, and in a second, we see Sadiqa and Khadija like kind of giving their version of this story, which is that, you know, she left home at 15. The mom sent numerous people out to look for her. They were all very worried, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, I think that both sides are right. Um, I think that the family is right in feeling like, or saying that they didn't push Shakur out of the house, that Shakur chose to leave. But I also think that Shakur is probably right that they did, or maybe still do, see her like the black sheep because she chose to leave. Like, just because they didn't yeah. force her out of the house doesn't mean they still don't see her as the black sheep because she left. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they, they, the other sisters say that Shakur broke their mother's heart. And Jamila says, if anything, Shakur turned her back on the family. But then Josh weighs in and says, to be real, she's very controlling, meaning Shakur. 
Yeah. And so the therapist actually has this smart moment with Shakur and basically says, you have to put the control down. The more you try to control things, the more exhausted you're going to be. Which Shakur apparently decided not to listen to one iota of because she does not practice any of that on the trip. No, sir. No. In fact, she goes in completely opposite direction. Yeah. Yep. So then it's time to travel to Sonoma. They dove right in this episode and they kept it moving. Frank and I already discussed this was the fastest moving episode we've had. Weirdly, it's one, it, time stamp wise, it's one of the longer. It was 45 minutes. And the other ones, a lot of them were 42, 43. So I mean, I know it's only two, three minutes, but it was, it was one of the longer episodes and it went by very quickly. It did. But I feel like we've earned that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Usually these episodes feel longer than that. <clears throat> so they are in cars on their way to the airport and they're going to Sonoma and Hamida makes the plane at last call. So literally like the entire plane is in their seats and then you see Habita walking down the aisle and all of her sisters celebrate that she made it. And it seems like she came from Paris. She said it was her fourth airport in 24 hours. Yeah. I believe that. Or maybe she got back the day before. Maybe. But yeah, she does. She says like she's exhausted. She needs to shower. She feels gross, etc. Um, she could have gone from like Paris to Philly to LAX, which would have been three the day before. And then maybe she meant airport. the airport in yeah. Counting this um, as the fourth. So this is where we get the first shot of Shakur's hair. So I think we should discuss it now. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, how would you describe this? I don't quite know where to begin. Um, I would describe it as something that would look appropriate on a 12 year old girl who uh, was a big fan of brat dolls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she's got braids. Sure does. Um, but not just braids, but on the sides of her head, they're braided into the shape of a heart. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they're very long. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's ridiculous. And especially for a woman who's, 40? Is she 40? Almost 40? I don't know what age she's claiming to be. Um, it's it's an interesting look. I mean, and I am someone who dresses like a 20-year-old, so I don't have much room to talk. But um, so Shakur, I know you're not listening, so if you are, like, I'm right there with you. I dress like an idiot, too. But it was a lot. It was I a think lot. There, I think there was some color involved, too. Like, were there a couple oh, yeah. pieces? Yeah, yeah, there were a couple red. pieces that were colored or, like, like bleached. Or, yeah. 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 It's a lot of look. Well, I mean, it was all extensions. I mean, it was all fake. Oh, hair, I know. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, so they ask Kamita sort of where she was, and she says, "I was just out." That I'm sorry. I'm on Hamida's side most of this episode with the things that go down later. But when you post pictures of yourself in Paris, then people ask where you were, and you say you were out. You weren't at the grocery store. Like that's just stupid. Like. Also, you know your sisters are a gossip house. Just tell them you were in Paris. They already saw and they already told each other. Well, and the weird thing is they show a picture of who she's with in Paris and it wasn't Amy. No. Like it looked like other um It looked like her friends. Yeah. yeah. It looked like other like Middle Eastern friends of hers. Like they, you know, probably in her friend group. And it's like whatever. Like I'm sure the other I'm sure the sisters know these women. It's like yeah. whatever. Like I'm out with my party friends. I don't who cares? Maybe they edited that 
they put that in from the night before. Like, that's why she was late to the plane. Like, I was out last night. I don't know what that was meant to be, but it was bad. I, it didn't make sense. No, it did not. And then one of the sisters asks Hamida if she met someone she's still talking to. She says yes. And she says men and women, right? No, they don't ask her. The producer asks her. Oh. And she says yes. And the producer says men or a man or a woman. And she says both. Okay. That was a, that was in a confessional, and it was a that was a production question. Okay, thank you. Um, so then Shakur says that Hamida's got little sister syndrome, and that might be one of the few things I agree with Shakur on this episode. <laughs> Hamida does have little sister syndrome. <clears throat> so then the the bus that they're taking to their lodgings, it's starting to pop off pretty quickly. Like, well, before we even talk about that, we have yeah. to talk about the fact. That apparently Muslifa has caught whatever hair disease Shakur is carrying. Yes. Because conservative, head wrap wearing, close to the ankle Muslifa suddenly also has braids. Blonde waist length braids. She's wearing a Balenciaga t-shirt and a sweatsuit. Like she's gone full Shakur. Like Shakur obviously styled her for this trip. Like yes. it is it, it, night and day. I would not have even known it was her. No, I actually didn't at first either. They just say her name. So obviously every time they talk to her that I clocked it. Also <clears throat> my instant reaction. I don't care how much I like you, who you are, whatever. If you are wearing a Balenciaga t-shirt, you are a trash monkey. As far as I'm concerned, like <laughs> it is it? because do you know how much those t-shirts cost? No, they're $900. And it what did it say? Balenciaga. It just says Balenciaga. It's, it just says the brand across it in black letters. It's a t-shirt. Croy Beerman loves to wear them or Kim. I mean, you see them all the time on all the reality shows. And it does the same thing with the baseball hats. They also make baseball hats that are like $600. Like it doesn't make me impressed by you. It makes me think you're a fucking idiot that you would spend $900 on a goddamn white t-shirt. Yeah. A hat almost makes more sense because it can be reworn more times and it's less likely to get stained. A white t-shirt feels really stupid. Baseball hats get stained with sweat and grossest stuff all the time. And it is a baseball hat. You can buy a baseball hat for $30. That's true. Probably less. Yeah. $30 might be a nice one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I bought one on my trip. I think it was 40 but it was branded whatever. I mean, still, like, that's insane. It's insane. No one needs a $900 t-shirt. No one. No one on earth. <laughs> no, they sure don't. Yeah. Um, so and that's where I end my TED Talk on fashion. <laughs> no, I'm here for it with your gold caftan on. <laughs> Um, so the drama sort of starts off light, but tensions are high. So there's some discussion about how Muslifa is actually part of the wolf pack and Shakur isn't. And then they start to just like poke at one another about who leads the wolf pack. And who is the wolf pack? Like how were the origins of it and who were the original members? Right. So Shakur is coming into this trip hot. Like she is, I will admit that the sisters are kind of, they're poking at one another. They're popping champagne, right? They're kind of like, you're not the leader. You just think you lead everything, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Shakur is, she's aggro. She's angry. And so she says like, she keeps saying like, girl, bye. Girl, bye. Like back the fuck up. Like she's just, she's she's got responses to everything already. And so she says, she's the one who runs a wolf pack. But she says... <laughs> I don't know if she says it in the bus or in, in her confessional, but either way, it was troubling. And she goes, 
I gave them the juice. I gave them the jewels. I gave them the swag. Okay. Okay. So this I, is, I mean, this is like a minute, like what, 15 of the episode, maybe even earlier. Yeah. It was pretty early on, but yeah. I, what I think all of this stems from, and it comes up later is that, and, and this is again, a lot of speculation on my part, but I think that, you know, we all know that this was Shakur's show was her idea. She's yep. a producer on the show. Yep. By now we're at episode seven, which means that they have started editing the previous episodes and putting them together. So I'm sure she's seen rough cuts. And I think that she is dealing with some jealousy that the other producers and the editors are finding Hamida's storyline and Jamila's storyline more intriguing and are giving them more airtime than her, the her and Josh storyline. Yeah. And I think that's where all of this is stemming from. Yeah. Totally. And as a viewer, I agree. Like I'm much more invested in what's going on in the other sisters' lives in this show than Shakur. Yeah. But also, I mean, Shakur and Josh being back together and working on their relationship, it's not nothing, but we don't know what the journey was. It's no. not as though we have history about them as a couple or we saw her single and now they're back together. So our investment is just naturally low. And also because they're only being so honest about why they separated. Well, and I think that when she pitched the show, she envisioned her and Josh being the stars yep. and all the other sisters kind of orbiting around her. And that has not happened. And I think that it's really sticking in her craw. And that's where all this aggro stuff is coming from. Yes. And when she says she wants respect, what she actually wants is ass kissing for the fact that she's the one who got them on television. 10 million thousand billion percent. That's yes. exactly what she wants. Yes. But we get some intel on how the wolf pack actually started. We do. Mm -hmm. So Sadiqa explains that the wolf pack started in 2012 and Shakur joined later and was not the one who named it. No. And it wasn't even just the sisters. No, it included some of Sid's friends at college. Yes. Yes. And so then Sadiqa says, well, Shakur always takes credit for things she doesn't do. <laughs> and the original wolf pack, other than the college friends, was Sadiqa, Hamida, Jamila, and Noor. Yeah. The, the people who live in the wolf pad. Yes. That makes sense. Um, so then Shakur isn't drinking on the bus. And somebody says, you should go over there with the elders. Shakur does not like that. No. She's doing a lot of like nail flashing and like she's ooh, she's that person off to the side sulking for 90% of this episode. So then they it's one of my most hated reality TV tropes and it's probably part of why I gave up watching Real Housewives. So begins the fight over rooms and we haven't even seen them yet. Well, I will say this, sidebar, they no longer do that on Housewives. I thank goodness. They, they, they usually have like a fun game or something or a way to like decide so that people aren't running around like crazy people anymore, which I miss because I love a good room fight. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I burnt out on it. But anyway, so there is conversation about how some people might have to share a room. So I think we see that eventually there are two rooms that have to have two people in them. Correct. something like that and so they say the people who are sharing a room should get the biggest because they're sharing a room so they need more space which everybody's on board with except shakur 
literally every sister is fine with this except Shakur who wants the biggest room all to herself yes and she says it's first come first serve and it's just she's a lot of like back the fuck up girl bye um so then Khadija says I should get the biggest room and so then somebody says if you're she's going to be sharing with Rabia yes and she's the oldest they have some weird shit about that too but so they say Shakur if you're alone you just can't have the biggest room and Shakur says that um they're going to be drinking and she wants quiet and then Sadika says like clearly rooms are your trigger <laughs> which is true because remember earlier in the season we had a big room fit at her house yeah so then Sadika jokes like well maybe I'll just get a hotel room and Shakur says, yeah, take your drunk ass to a fucking hotel. Little motherfucking twat should shut the fuck up. So she's she's really at an 11. Well, now, I can't else. remember where in this fight this sentence is uttered and or who uttered it, but I literally cackled and fell off my couch because it might have, was it Jamila? Someone says, I don't know if anyone has noticed, but Shakur is wearing Versace. <laughs> I don't know who said that either. It was really good. So you guys who, if you haven't seen the episode, Shakur, in addition to her insane braids, is in head-to-toe Versace tracksuit, says Versace across the back, Versace sunglasses, Versace everything. She looks like early 2000s Miami threw up all over her. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know what's happening with her in this episode at all. The other thing that Shakur says that I thought was hysterical is that she says she's being outcasted. Not outcast, <laughs> but outcasted. Yeah. And ironically, she... she has been outcasted. She's been outcasted on the show by her other sisters. They were yeah. a better cast. Yeah. And then Shakur says that this is how she grew up. And if that's true, I do have some sympathy that she feels like the odd woman out except that she's being so mean about everything. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's being so mean about everything. All they're saying is that if you're going to room by yourself, you can't take the biggest room. That's just logical. You're the one who's calling people a fucking twat and a drunk ass and this and that. Like she's being so mean. Yeah, she came in at an 11. Yes. But then of course the sisters they're all they are teaming up against her in response because they're all in agreement but her and they say that everyone turn your back on Shakur like she's being a brat she's excommunicado and then somebody says can we call Josh and have him pick up his wife <laughs> That is mean but it was funny yeah. So then <clears throat> we're still in the bus this is still going even after a you know a break and so Shakur is just still harping on the room and she asks the driver how far out from the house they are. And he says that they're about 20 minutes out. She said, when we're five minutes out, let me know, please. Now, is that because she wanted to like get in a runner's stance and bolt out of the car? Yes. Yes. She's insane. She's insane. So that they say that later, Khadija says she really thinks we're going to run out of this bus and run for rooms like children. And yes, that's exactly what she meant. And then Sadika, in response to the driver, says, okay, cool. Let me know when we're two minutes out. <laughs> <laughs> so then she says, no one has my back. No one defends me. And then either Khadija or Rabia says something to Shakur. I don't know which one. And I think they're just sort of like, you know, they, they don't tell her to calm down, but they say something to that effect. And she says, why are you talking, bro? You should be happy to be here. Yep. So this is the other dynamic that's now at play. 
And I actually appreciate what Khadijah and Rabia say about it later. So I, I'll save it for later. Um, but she is now mad that the elders are even on this trip. And they, she says the wolf pack makes the show. And somebody says, why are you on a power trip, Shakur? And then they do get to the house. Shakur bolts out of the bus and they all stay on the bus and just let her do her thing. Cause she's throwing a tantrum. She wants the biggest room and they're all kind of like, fine, screw it. Like she can boycott us. We'll let her do this. Um, and Jamila says something, the loudest bark doesn't mean you have the voice over ev everyone. Yeah. Well, and this is also where Shakur says, I can't remember if she says it in confessional or if she just says it to Josh on the phone or if she says it to a producer or whatever, but it says that she doesn't want the elders there because they don't respect the show. Yeah. Again, this all stems from her being butthurt that, these, that her sisters aren't kissing her ass for making the show happen. Yeah. And I, so here is my, so it's not that I don't find the elders interesting because I do, but I also think the way that the show was introduced with the trailer in the first few episodes, it was about, you know, this group of sisters and their culture and how they are at different stages of life and also their levels of tradition and all that sort of stuff and how they're still a family and how they navigate all these differences. So I don't think it's like the elders don't have a place in this, at least not from a marketing standpoint. They were included. Yeah. And how do you have a show literally based on the fact that you're one of 10 sisters and not include all the sisters? Right. So I don't. I also, I mean, at least if she's mad about the episodes she's seen until now, I don't think Rabia and Khadijah are in it that much. She should be mad. No, it, it's weird. I mean, Rabia is in it more than Khadijah, I think, because she's staying with the wolf pack. Um, and there was the whole room issue. But that was I, a while ago. That was like episode three. Yeah, I know. But I mean, who knows timeline, what, what happened, when and where. And maybe she pictured the show going in a different direction. Maybe, again, maybe she pictured the show being about her and Josh and repairing their marriage. And maybe she wanted the young women to all be like out partying and doing fun things and having more of like a we're fabulous vibe and less of a we're sisters who fight all the time vibe, which is what we're getting. Yeah, that's true. I mean, who knows? But oh, she is on one. So they get to this house um, and it kind of looks like a Hamptons house. Like it looks like a, something that was on selling the Hamptons or what was that show? Um, serving the Hamptons. Is that what it was called? Uh, serving the Hamptons was about the restaurant. Yeah. But it looks kind of like, it's like a nicer version of the house where that cast lived. Um, and they're using a company. Did you see the little logo? It's called Avon stay. Yes. I looked it up. Did you look okay. it up? No, I didn't have time. So it's like a very bougie Airbnb or VRBO um, specifically for large groups or group trips. Okay. But there are no fucking prices. Oh. Like, I, I mean, I didn't feel like signing up and doing all the bullshit things. I just was curious to know, like, if it was more expensive than an Airbnb or the same price or whatever. And um, I, I, I even put in Sonoma and looked. It's trying to find the specific house they were in. And I thought I found it. But when I clicked on it, it just lists bedrooms of nothing about the pricing. And it wanted me to put in dates. And I was like, forget it, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just some kind of like, it's probably a newer service. It's some kind of like bougie Airbnb. Yeah, gotcha. But nothing that you couldn't find on VRBO or Airbnb. I mean, I feel like they have every price 
yeah. imaginable on those sites as well. So this is probably like some newer company that someone's trying to launch and thought we'll sponsor this show and give them a free house for a couple of days. 100%. So then we see them touring the house and sort of picking rooms. And Sid and Jamila take this, you know, sort of cute room with two twin beds near the yard. And Shakur did take the biggest room right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, 100%. She did. And she immediately FaceTimes Josh and says that things are off to a rocky start and they're fighting about rooms. And I need her to stop calling him dad immediately. I yeah. cannot. It's so weird. It's such a mind fuck. I can't take it. So she'll say things like, dad, they tag teamed me. I... I it's really troubling. I can't, I can't take it. Well, I, I think that what makes it the grossest for me is, A, I feel like he's younger than her. And B, if her dad was still alive, I would still find it yucky, but I'd find it less yucky. But the fact that she lost her father at a young yeah. age on top of it makes it that much more uncomfortable to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've just never seen it before on anything I've ever watched. So I just, it, it turns my stomach a bit. Um, well, sidebar, very quick sidebar. Yes. My parents are on a cruise right now. They're going to be gone for six months. They're with some, a group of friends they've always cruised with. And one, one of the couples keeps posting on Facebook. It's a gay couple. And I was just texting with my sisters about this this morning. They refer to each other in these texts as daddy and papa. They have no children. They have a dog. But all their posts are like, today, Daddy and Papa did this. Daddy and Papa, well, Papa didn't like this, but Daddy liked this. I want to throw myself off a cliff. It is horrible. And I feel like Shakur is doing the same thing. Yeah. I can't stand she it. Is. I, wish, I want everyone on earth to stop doing that. Unless they are truly your parent, stop it. Yeah. I mean, I feel really dumb even when I refer to myself as like mama around my dog. But that's in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> and I feel stupid about it. Fair enough. <laughs> But, you know, it, it is what it is. It happens after a couple of years. It, it just gets you. Um, so the other sisters are gossiping about Shakur behind her back because, duh. And they say that she arrived in a mood. Don't disagree. And Jamila says she's acting out because of trauma she hasn't dealt with. Yeah. I don't entirely disagree. So then Jamila says... Let's see who does you favors, Shakur, with your Botox, with your PRPs, your IVs. You're going to bring me down. Girl, I will cut you off with a quickness. I love that. Me too. Also, what's a PRP? Um, I don't know. I didn't look it up. Okay, hold on. Um, yeah, I, I wrote in my notes. I was like, I can't believe Jamila's going to cut off all of Shakur's injectables. <laughs> no, right? Um, I'm trying hold to... On. PRP. Let's see. What could that stand for? It's an injection. Oh, it is? Is it like one of the fat melty ones? Because it's oh, not it's filler. Plate, it's platelet-rich plasma. Oh. Maybe like one of those blood facials or whatever? I guess. What does that do? I don't know. Should we get it done? I don't, oh, anywhere from a few tubes of your own blood. Yeah, it's like a vampire facial or whatever. Helps heal muscles, tendons, ligaments. Ew. Well, anyway, <laughs> shots fired on behalf of Jamila. Um, so then Khadija says she can stay in that room all day. And then Hamida is crying to Shakur for being a brat about rooms because Hamida is saying to Shakur, like, this doesn't matter. You're, and then Noor comes in and Shakur's like, that's right, because I'm finishing this shit. Blah, blah, blah. Like, she's, she's literally like someone on the Maury Povich show in the 90s. Like, she's just yeah. so fucking fired up. 
And Nora says, no, you're not finishing anything, Shakur. You're perpetuating it. Facts. Nora is, I really like Nora. I do too. I do too. I mean, I really like most of them. Like Shakur is the one who is guns blazing for no reason, ruining everyone's, I mean, it's literally her against the other seven women for no reason. It's weird. Yeah. And so that Nora says, let's drop it now. You're going to regret that you spent the time being upset. Mature. She's right. Yep. Maturity at its finest. So then the ladies are dressed. I Are we supposed to assume this is the next day or the same day? We don't really know. It's kind I'm, of hard to tell. It's really weird because that, well, no, I think it's the same day because we see Shakur doing um, Hamida's hair and Hamida did just like run for the plane and whatever and didn't really have time to put herself together. So I think it was just, she was going to do her hair real quick before they went to the vineyard. Okay. Um, so we have a lot of hats all the hats as yes. and, and we are going to um a vineyard for wine tasting and a lavender farm and jamila looks like michael jackson <laughs> oh a little bit yeah a little bit the, the i don't know what style of hat that is but it is just like it is it's michael jackson's hat and she's wearing it well before we leave though we have to talk about the elephant in the room which is which is Rabia, Khadija, and Muslifa have developed a body serum. <laughs> that was so weird. That they want to market and they're hiding it from Shakur because they think Shakur, and I think rightfully so, she's they're probably correct, is going to lose her mind about it. No, and they say that Jamila has a way of sort of like weaseling in on things too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they say, let's not bring up the serum. And then they talk about Rabia Khadija Muslim have a body serum. And Khadija says, I just want to make beautiful sister memories on this trip. <laughs> also, I think Khadija looks beautiful. She does. Like she looked good in the hat. That dress was stunning. She looks really pretty in this episode. I also, I, she grew on me in this episode uh, for reasons that we'll get to. But I also appreciate that I do feel like she was excited to get away from her kids and like have some time away. And she really did seem excited just to have a trip with her sisters. Like that idea really thrilled her in a way that yeah. it didn't for everybody else. <laughs> and I kind of feel bad for her that it's going this way, but at least she's having fun with some of them. Um, so then they are back on this party bus and they're the reason I thought it was the next day is because they're drinking mimosas. So maybe it is, but I just think it's weird that they wouldn't show them like all going to bed. It's, it's I know it's weird. But you're, you're actually, you're probably right. Unless maybe they're, but who knows? Maybe their flight was at like 7 in the morning, 6 in the yeah. morning. Yeah. But also Shakur had her curl cap on. No, oh, I don't know. I mean, it yeah, was. A, so maybe it was the next morning. Did you see how long her curl cap had to be because of her long braids? Yes, I did. It was wild. Um, But what they do in the party bus made me want to throw myself in traffic. Wait, what'd they do? They made mimosas with Vuv. So they drink shitty uh, champagne at home. Yeah. Plain, but then when they have Vuv, they mix it with orange juice. Yeah. Like you don't make mimosas with good champagne. You just don't. It's a waste of good champagne. Um, I guarantee that the party bus company or the Avance people put that Vuv in there. There's no way that they bought that, given that they drink Cooks. But don't put it orange juice in it. Just drink it by itself. Yeah. I, I forgot. We actually saw the label of that one. Yeah. Um, well, they go to La Crema Vineyards, which, I mean, you I've seen it around. I feel like it's 
kind of like a grocery store wine, which makes me sound like a total dick, but I think that's what it is. Well, yeah, I looked it up, and it's actually La Crema Estate at Sara Lee Vineyard. Ooh, um, and yeah, the wine's like twenty bucks. Yeah. Um, so but they apparently many- love it. Like, I mean, they drink it all the time. They made it oh. sound like this is what they drink at home. So. Oh, I have no doubt these ladies love some California Pinot Gris. Um, so Hamida and Sadika kind of look like twins. Like they're both wearing like little peasant tops and a skirt, like a little two piece outfit. Um, but in different colors. I don't know if you saw that. Uh-huh. Um, so they're wine tasting. They're all at one big table. And somebody asks the elders, like, are you having fun without wine tasting? And they say, yes. Like Khadijah oh. and Muslifa say yes. Before we get to the table. I yeah. have two thoughts. Okay, hit me. I am annoyed about both of them. Okay. Number one is they show us a couple of like shots of the Secrets and Sisterhood Instagram where they're putting pictures. There is oh, yeah. no such fucking thing. There isn't. There oh, is yeah. one, but it's fake and it only has two pictures because I tried to tag it. <laughs> they don't, there is no Secrets and Sisterhood Instagram. So fuck you, show and Hulu. And then they ate the grapes, which You've been to a vineyard. I've been to a vineyard. The grapes are gross. They don't taste like grapes you eat. It depends on if they're close to harvest and what kind they are. Like, yes, some taste bad. Some some don't. Oh, I've never had one that tasted good. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, who knows what they ate. But yeah, and they're tasting the grapes. I forgot about the weird Instagram montage we got. I was so annoyed. I'm like, fuck you for pretending you have an Instagram when you do not. Yeah. They do not. No, they do not. Okay, now we can get to the table. Okay, so the elders are having fun without drinks. Um, and Shakur is sitting with the elders today, but she is just a... We are a sad Sally in the corner again. We are at the... Well, he- I don't think it's that she's sitting with the elders. I think it's that she's sitting at the head of the table. She is, yes. And I was, gonna, was, why. I was about was- to correct myself. She's not in the corner. She's at the head of the table. Yeah. Um, And so... Khadijah says that, you know, drinking is typically forbidden in their culture, um, but that she she's basically like she doesn't want to worry about that today. Like her sisters are tasting wine. She's enjoying being with them. Like she's basically not sweating it right now, which is good. Khadijah's relaxing. I'm here for it. And she kind of had very much like a you do you attitude about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's kind of her speed this this trip. And I'm here for it. So then somebody is asking Shakur, like how she's doing in a nice way, in my opinion. And they say, like, they maybe they are poking at her a little bit because they're trying to imply her bad mood is because she misses Jay. And that clearly is not why she's in a bad mood. But they say, Shakur, do you miss Jay? And she goes, I always miss Jay. Okay. Okay. All right. We got it. So then Hamida says, Amy would love this, which felt producer driven, in my opinion. But. She can't believe she said it in front of her sisters and she blames the wine. So then it sets off all of these questions. Who's Amy? I thought we already went over this at like the pool party in like episode two, but maybe she hadn't named the puppy. She didn't, did she? No, she didn't because she didn't know Sadika knew about it. That's right. So then Sadika says that her and Amy work together. And it shocked me. I can't remember what Sadika does for a living. No, I don't know that we know. I thought Amy was some kind of like highfalutin government contractor or something. Well, maybe maybe said like military, like the whole whatever. 
maybe she worked with her like one time at something though. It doesn't that's yeah, I guess that's be true. pretty broad. So Hamid admits that she hung out with Amy a couple times and Sid says, Yeah, I know. I was waiting for you to tell me. Bum bum bum. So then Hamida's very confused and is not upset with Amy, but she had specifically asked Amy to let her tell Sadika. So clearly that didn't happen. Well, but then we find out that Sadika doesn't know it was in a romantic way. She right. thought they were just hanging out. So I think where Amy is in the right here is that Amy She just didn't lie. Yeah, Amy didn't. I think that Amy didn't realize that Hamida didn't want Sadika to know they talk at all. Right. Like she just didn't want, she thought she just didn't want to know they were romantic. And so she didn't think it was a big deal to be like, oh, Hamida and I like had lunch or whatever. Yeah. So Sadika even says, you know, I'm, I don't know what's so special about these hangouts. Like she doesn't know why Hamida is sort of like hot and bothered. And Hamida is just kind of like digging herself a hole a little bit, you know, like she's all heated at the fact that Sadika already knew about this. She's flustered now and people are putting her on the spot to sort of say like, well, what kind of hangouts are these? And she's just, she's sort of buckling under pressure. Yeah. And then, <laughs> um, the, she sort of starts saying, she wants to say like, yes, they were romantic hangouts, but she's not saying that. She's saying, she's sort of just speaking in vague language. She's like, well, Amy's somewhere who's, she's someone who's been where I am. And so it's kind of like, she wants to say that she's experimenting sexually and romantically, but she can't, she can't put that into words. Like she can't even do that in her confessionals. No. And what, what she's really implying to them, I think, or trying to like skirt the issue is that like Amy also is bisexual or thinks she might like women or whatever. And so she's yeah. a sounding board for me to talk to. Like that's the narrative. It seems like she's trying to put forth. Yes. And Sadika says in her confessional, if Hamida likes Amy in a different way, that's up to her. Again, supportive. Nice. So Shakur is just, she's bothered. She says that she's flummoxed. And then she says, are you guys chilling, chilling or big chilling? I don't, <laughs> Could could you define either of those terms there? Um, we are at a comfortable 31 degrees. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, Shakur? Like, and I think that Shakur, I, I will give her a little bit of credit. Like, she sounded like she was coming in hot. But I do think, like, she says at one point, like, I would have said the same thing if it was a man. Like, I just want to know who this person is. I want to know what's going on. I wanna, Which is probably and I, true. And I do believe her. I do yeah. believe her in that instance. I don't think that she was coming at this from a place of judgment. I think it was just coming at coming from a place of, like, curiosity. And I need to know everything my sisters are doing at all times. I do think Hamida took it like judgment. Because well, Hamida... Of course she did. Yes, she totally did. And, and understandably so. Yes. And Hamida is also still judging herself for this. You know, I think she wasn't wrong to sort of feel put on the spot by Shakur's rapid fire questions. And Shakur is also not using grown up language or sympathetic language. She's like, you like, like her or like hanging out with a cousin. Like, you know, she's just like, she's talking like a fucking teenager. You know what she reminds me of is the cash me outside girl. Uh, yes. Yes. What? And doesn't she go by the name like Bad Baby now or something like that? Is I think it bad she's Barbie or Bad Baby. I think it's, it's bad one of the baby. other. Yeah, but it has a weird spelling. Yeah. But anyway, Shakur is the cash me outside. How about that? She's yeah. that girl this whole uh, episode. Yes. Um, so Hamida's also just she can't stand up for herself. 
And she says, I don't, I'm not putting a label on it. Right. And she thinks she's sort of making this big declarative statement about how she's experimenting, but that's not what she's saying. You know, she's, she's timid about it, which is, which is fair, but her sisters are clearly not timid about it. And she just, she walks away from the table crying. Like she just can't, she can't take it. So then my notes are so long on the scene because I feel like it, they kind of dragged it out. Um, and then Shakur basically says like, well, I'm not pushing, you know, like it doesn't sound like it's definitive. She's exploring. And I, I don't quite understand what Shakur is so heated about, even after Hamida leaves the table. Um, and Khadija admits that she's surprised, but not because of the news that she spent time with Amy, but because of when they went to yoga, Hamida lied to her and sort of walked it back and said it was a phase. And Khadija admits that she's sad it was hidden from her. And like, she actually wants to be there for Hamida. And that made me feel better about Khadija's initial response all those episodes ago. Agreed. And I felt the same way, but this is where I'm going to be a little bit of a devil's advocate. Go for is it. Is that I think everything Khadija said was wonderful and supportive, but Khadija needs to take Hamida aside and say it to her. Yes. Like Hamida can't just intuitively know. And especially the way Khadija acted originally, her original response how would have me to know that she would be supportive because her original response wasn't supportive. So right. she really needs to say to her, like, look, I love you, whatever you're going through. I think this might be what you're going through, but you know, I am supportive. Like I am here for you no matter what, if you like women, if you like men, if you like both, I'm here for you. She needs to say those words to her and she can't be upset that Hamida isn't just like telepathically realizing that Khadija is going to be okay with it without yeah. Khadija coming out and saying it. And she yeah. kind of does later, but so yeah. sort of ish, but she needs to be blunt and upfront about it. Yeah. And Hamida is so upset because she, so she leaves the table and Noor and Sadiqa follow her. And she says that she doesn't want to disappoint Khadija. And she's the one that calls Khadija the second mom. And she just like, she feels uncomfortable at the moment. And she felt like Shakur was rapid firing at her. And Noor says, well, fuck what Shakur thinks. And what matters is how you feel. And Hamida said, this was something I needed to do without my sisters. And Sadiqa and Nora are actually very supportive of her. And they say, like, someone in this family is always going to give you heat, but you just have to be yourself. And then they comfort her by giving her a three-way kiss, which they actually yeah. call a three-way. I put the captions on, took a picture of it. And everywhere straight men and lesbians were oozing coos up and down the eastern and western seaboards like their mouth kissing is weird it's a lot it's a lot they all kiss on the mouth a lot a lot and yeah. the three of them at once this wasn't like kiss 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 it was three lip, three sets of lips pressed together at the same time yeah and their lips are real big they are <laughs> yes so they're quite obvious kisses um so Hamida goes back to the table and Khadija does say, um, you know, we don't want you to feel pressured. And then Jamila says, we're not here to judge. You should do what makes you happy. And Hamida says that reading the room, she felt the opposite and says that Shakur's vibe is why she left the table. And this is where Shakur says she would interrogate even if it was a man. Yeah. Which I totally believe. Which she would. Yeah. And so then there's just this back and forth between the sisters sort of standing up for Hamida and fighting Shakur. And they say, we'll give her space to talk. And Shakur says, but she wasn't having a conversation. She was monologuing. And they said, well, then just let her fucking monologue, Shakur. Like, let her say how she feels. And Shakur is like, all of my questions were normal. And now I'm the bad guy anyway. 
and then they all howl. Well, and I yeah, the wolf pack house. Um, I forgot to mention earlier when they were when after when Hamida walks off, we and we kind of already knew this, but Shakur confirms that this was filmed in 2022 because she said, yeah. like I wouldn't care who would care. It's 2022." Yeah. Yeah. So then they get back in this party bus to leave the vineyard, and they're having a dance party. And Shakur, she is sulking in the corner this time. It's a fact this time. She's in the corner of the party bus while literally everyone is dancing and having fun and she is sitting down and hating everyone. Um, so Hamida didn't like Shakur's reaction, but she commits to having a good time. And they go to this lavender farm, which actually looked like kind of charming. I'm not going to lie. And there are a few more it wines. It's my worst nightmare. I fucking hate the smell of lavender. I, I hate it more too. than life itself. I would die if you took me to a lavender field. I actually hate the smell of lavender too, but I thought the idea of visiting the farm was kind of charming. <laughs> No, I'm with you. I don't like the smell of lavender either. It kind of reminds me of old people. Ugh, I, I can't. Like, it literally makes me gag. And I, anytime you find any, like, sleepy time, whatever, spray this in, it's always fucking lavender. Like, I no, know. That would keep me up all night. I would die. Yeah, no, I can't buy that either. Um, so, of course, this lavender farm has a few wines for them to try, too. Shakur is basically, like, there's one shot of her that made me laugh. They're all kind of, like, milling about, and she looks like she's sitting in the parking lot. I'm sure she's only like five feet away from them, but the fact that she's just, she's so, she's the angry te teenager on a family vacation. Yeah. Like she's digging in her heels. She's just straight pissed. She hates everyone. She won't even stand next to them in silence. She's going to sit 10 feet away over by the van. Yep. It's, it's just perfect. Um, so then they like debud some lavender. They joke that they're going to work for wine. Hamida and Noor literally skip while holding hands. Well drunk. And then, by the way, the name of the lavender expert that helps them is Brad Yoel. Okay. Good for you. <laughs> I'll never take you there. I don't need to know oh. that. Um, so then they have some more wine, Noor and Hamida, that is, with Jamila. And they Jamila says that she's proud of Hamida for trying to have the conversation with her sisters and thought that she was brave. And Jamila, uh, Hamida, I'm getting them all so confused today. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Um, and Hamida appreciates that. And then Jamila says that sisters are going to find out about her secret, her miscarriage eventually. And they say, why? I'm not going to say anything. So much. And Jamila goes, the show is going to be on television. <laughs> that someone on reality TV has finally acknowledged yeah. that what they're saying on TV will eventually be seen by the world. Yeah. Yep. Because one of my least favorite tropes of reality TV is when people drop these big truth bombs and are like, oh, but I'm going to keep it as... Well, no, you're not. Because in a year or less, the whole world's going to see it. So it's not a secret. Yeah. It's between us, I swear. Um, so then Rabia asks Shakur how she's doing. And this exchange made my head spin. I did not understand this. And <laughs> Shakur fires back and she says, is that a real question or a rhetorical question? She's like, what? And I, like, I just don't, Shakur's just, it's bad. And she says, I'm just asking if you're having a good time. And then she says, does it look like I'm having a good time? And then Shakur said, if I had known the trip was going to be like this, she should have stayed home. And Khadija just sort of walks away. Like, she's just avoiding Shakur's bad mood. She doesn't even say anything. I think she says I'm over it under her breath. But she doesn't say anything to Shakur. She just gets up and walks away. And so then Rabia says to Shakur, is just out to be nasty. And Shakur says, stay in your lane. And then I believe it's Robbie and her confessional. She says, when it comes to being sisters, we're all equal. 
when it comes to this show, we're not. Yeah, it was Rabia. Yeah. And so then Shakur thinks she's not getting the respect she's earned. And somebody says, like, the bedroom stuff was a joke. Like, she just, Shakur's hanging on to that and just letting it ruin the trip. And Jamila is drinking wine and hears her name being said from afar. And then she agrees with Hamida and Nora that she is not going to share her secret on this trip with Shakur in this mood. And yes, correct. Don't, yeah. don't do that. So Rabia says, let's wrap it up. I don't know what she's referring to. The lavender farm, I guess. I guess. Um, and Shakur says, be happy you're here on my trip. <laughs> and Rabia says, you didn't pay for this trip. And then Shakur just keeps saying, you welcome, girl. You welcome. And I believe, I think it's Rabia again who says, she keeps saying we're lucky to be on this trip. But what she's really saying is that we're lucky to be on this show. And what she doesn't want to admit is that maybe five pretty girls wasn't enough. It was supposed to be about all of our story. And don't you want all of your sisters with you? This is not what our mom and dad broke their backs for. Fair point. It is a fair point, but I will say this. I'm going to play a little bit of a devil's advocate here. Yet again. If I came up on my own with the concept of a reality show about my family, and I didn't, I, I mean, this is gross to admit, but I think I would kind of want them to be bending over backwards to thank me all the time that I got them on TV. I, what she's not, so I, I sort of get where she's coming from a little bit, but on the same token, she's making herself look horrible. Like she should be having these conversations off screen. Like she should be able to like hold yeah. it together when they're filming. And then when they're not filming, be like, Hey, you ungrateful bitches. I put this show together. If it wasn't for me, the show wouldn't exist. I feel like none of you are giving me credit for that. And it really upsets me. I think that should be happening behind it. Cause all she's doing is making herself look terrible, but I do kind of get where she's coming from. Like if I, it's, it, it, I mean, it's not a, it's not very gracious, uh, but I mean, if I put together a reality show about my family and they weren't appreciative, I would be PO too. Sure. But I also think Shakura is being a huge bitch on this trip. She, she is. She Re totally Regardless is. of wanting a little bit of ass kissing for the show, she's being a huge bitch anyway. And the show hasn't even done anything for anybody yet. Like, I'm not seeing a lot of opening doors and red carpets happening here. And we went from L.A. to Sonoma. You know? Like, we we didn't helicopter to Tahiti. But I wonder if behind the scenes, there's a lot of, our show, our show, this is our show. And they're taking onus of it being all of their show when Shakur sees it as her show because it was her concept. And that's probably, I mean, and again, like, not the best and it is petty, but... I can be a little petty sometimes myself. So I think that she is just, I, I, I think that she's just feeling like she's not giving her due. And I, I don't, I'm not saying it's right, but I, I do kind of see where she's coming from. And I have a feeling that, again, I think she's probably been watching the dailies for, you know, weeks and she's not coming across as a star of her own show and it's sticking in her craw. Yeah, no, it all makes Which sense. I would be real fucking upset too if, I put a show together with my family and didn't end up being the star. Like, I would be my, annoyed. I, I can admit I would be annoyed. 
And I feel like that would totally happen as much as I love you. It'd yeah. be like styling with Frank and like you at the salon. And then they would do like four episodes about your dad. Yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what would happen. And then the rest of us would be like, oh my God, we love your dad so much. And you would just go DEFCON 1. Uh, yes. That is exactly what would happen. <laughs> so while I'm not saying her behavior is correct, I am saying upon reflection, I now understand it a little bit. <laughs> It's okay to admit you identify. Whereas I'm the person, if somebody approached me about putting my family on TV, I'd be like, oh, dear God, no. Let me recommend 50 other families you can put on TV. Um, okay, so we get back to the house. And the sisters who had a good time, so everyone other than Shakur, are outside continuing to have a good time. And Nora says she has a blast. And she's like a little drunk. I'm just, I love Nora. I really do. I think yeah, if I have good. to pick a favorite, she's my favorite. And she's like, man, I had a blast. She just sounds all shit-faced. And they said they enjoyed the lavender farm too. And Sadiqa admits that she wants to deal with Shakur. And she feels like if they all apologize to her, even though she's been kind of an asshole, they can put it behind them and try and get the trip back on track. And Jamila says, I'll apologize, but I'm not going to like dwell on it all evening. I'm not going to let it ruin my dinner and I'm not going to like powder her ass for the rest of the trip. But I'll say that I'm sorry her feelings were hurt, which fair. Well, but she also says that she's not going to mean it. Like they all basically say that. And this is where I come in. This is where I will for this episode come in full team Shakur. She has been a psychotic bitch the whole time. But when she comes out, they try to apologize and she's like, you, you don't mean it. And they don't. Like, she's right. They don't mean it. No, Khadijah even says, I'll go along to resolve the trip, but I don't think she deserves one. Yeah. And I don't think that they should apologize if they don't mean it. And I don't think they have anything to apologize for. I no, mean, I, I think the whole thing is that they all agree to apologize to Shakur and not mean it when really the move is have a conversation with Shakur and say, we want to get this trip back on track and we want you to have fun. You don't need yeah. to say the words, I'm sorry, if you're not. And I also think it needs to be done one-on-one. -on -one. I, I think no matter what they say, yeah. coming at her as seven people is going to be seen as an attack. Like yeah. they, it, no matter what words come out of their mouth, yeah, she's going to be upset. So it needs to be one person and one yeah. person only. Yep. So then Shakur comes out to where they're all sitting. And of course they all start, they're like, shh, 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 as she walks up, which come on amateurs. Um, she, and then she just says she's going to leave right now. And they said, sit down and talk to us. She says, no, I'm all talked out. There's a flight tomorrow at 6.05 a.m. And they ask her to sit down, and she says she's going to leave. And even a producer says, you're going to leave right now? And she says, yeah. Yeah. There's a 6.30 a.m. flight. I'm out the door. But what I, think is, what I think is interesting, though, and was this in the show or in the scenes from the next? I don't know. Where the producer says, like, you're either staying or you're leaving. Like, there's no, like, one, and it's happening now. Which leads me to believe that she has less control over the show than she would like or okay. that we've been led to believe. So here's where I'm going to play a little devil's advocate. Who is Shakur really mad at? The elders or her fellow producers who are actually putting her in her place? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right. There we go. Is that it? Um, so if she was truly an executive producer, like she answers to no one. And that we're is very apparent from this episode that that is not the case. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the, the scenes from the next are just a lot of 
wrapping up this trip. You know what I mean? Like, um, that apology was shit. Get the fuck out of here. That's a fake ass apology. Walk your ass on off. I'm not getting respect. You know, all that. Just cash me outside. How about that? And Jamila, Muslifa, and Sadika try to convince her to stay. And then we get a... The final scene in the preview is Jamila telling her sisters about her pregnancy and miscarriage. And Sadika laughs. Which I thought was so... First of all, I couldn't tell which sister it was. Yeah. Because of the way Sadiqa. her hair was. Yeah. I, well, no, no, I, did, I finally... Because they, I, I put the captions on and it said, Sadika laughs. And I was like, okay. Because I was like, is it Shakur? What's going on? Her hair's not that light. It was very weird. It was hard to tell who it was. But Sadika already knew, didn't she? Wasn't she one of no. those sisters who knew? Oh, she wasn't. So it's just Shakur, Noor, and Hamida. Yes. Knew. Okay. Even though Sadika did the egg freezing with her, Jamila didn't tell her. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Um, well, I wonder if then, I mean, I guess we're going to find out when we watch the episode, but I wonder if then that was why her reaction was like that. If she's someone who laughs when she's uncomfortable because she was hurt, that they went to do the egg retrieval and she didn't tell her. And she heard her tell the doctor, no, I've never been pregnant before. Like that, I mean, that would explain the response that she was getting. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah. But I'm also very curious to see what happens with Shakura and the rest of her sisters in the last few episodes of this show. Like, is she just going to be on an island with Josh? Well, I think what's going to happen is what Josh talked about in therapy is that they're all going to be like, all of a sudden, oh, it's fine. Like, they'll forgive each other. And then two seconds later, be fine. I mean, we've seen that happen a million times in this show. That's true. Oh, there you go. And I have a little PSA for everybody out there. Um, the first three episodes of season two of The Traders has dropped. I watched them last night. Get your asses off this podcast and go watch it right now. It is so good. The cast is amazing. It's so good. This is the Alan Cumming show, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it is, I mean, this season has Housewives. Big Brother, RuPaul's Drag Race, Love Island, The Bachelor, a boxer that I've never heard of. It is now one of my favorite people on earth. Like, it is so good. Okay. PSA heard. 1010 recommend. Um, all right. Well, I hope all of you are having an amazing new year, and we will talk to you in two weeks. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at OneHitPod. You can email us at franklymarebee at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyIt'sMareBee. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>